You are now listening to the Hunter's Advantage Podcast. Christian Babcock, the host of the Hunter's Advantage podcast. And what we do on the podcast is we talk to disruptive companies in the outdoor industry, talk about innovative hunting solutions that are changing the landscape, as well as offer you tips and strategy for more successful hunts. All in all, I just want to help you become a better hunter by providing you with high quality knowledge and information that you can trust. Stay tuned. Christian Babcock here of the Hunter's Advantage podcast. Today in episode 76, we sat down with my good buddy Gabe Foley and we talked about his perspective as a very young bow hunter. Gabe's actually 17 years old. He's been bow hunting for a few years now. We talked about some of the challenges as a new bow hunter, starting out, learning on your own, by yourself. We talked a little bit about his success and what he learned in the last season. It's really refreshing to go back to a place where I was about 10 years ago as soon as I started bow hunting and I think we often forget what it's like to start out to fail and to learn. I think you guys will enjoy this episode and let's get into it. Thanks everybody that's listening, watching, subscribing. This is episode number 76 of the Hunters Advantage podcast. Today we're joined by Gabe Foley. What's up bro? How's it going man? Thanks for having me on here. No problem. No problem. When did I was trying to think back before the episode? When did we first get uh get hooked up? When did we first talk start talking? Dude, so, I I, so after my first ever hunt, like I kind of was just like I actually sent okay, so I sent a picture of my deer to like this Instagram and they posted it and you I think you commented on it and then I just DM'd you and I was like, dude, you like you looking do you know any bows or whatever? Because I was looking for it. And I would say I was 13, so probably about four years ago so yeah dude, it's been years. a while dude it has been it really has been that was before i even had ha or or anything like that yeah that was, was before the podcast or anything yeah that dude that's really cool so yeah when did you when did you first start hunting so i started hunting with my grandpa i would say i was probably about five i started like squirrel hunting then that turned into rabbit hunting and pheasant hunting and then deer hunting so and then I really didn't even start like archery hunting until I would say when I was 13, 14, I only gun, gun hunted. I only really hunted like deer probably uh, five, six times out of the year. Nothing crazy. Nothing like you're like, like right now. You're oh, going, like, no, every day. no, no, nothing, nothing like now. Now it's an addiction. <laughs> well, I thought it'd be cool. And we were kind of kicking it back and forth to talk about like your perspective as a semi new bow hunter. I mean, you've been out for maybe a few years now. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've been in your position. I know there's a lot of people, whether they're your age or whether they're adults that are just picking it up. Um, There's a lot of new bow hunters. I feel like bow hunting is growing as a sport and just getting more and more popular. So I just want to get some of your perspectives on bow hunting, some of the challenges and that sort of stuff. You, You said you started four years ago. You're 17 now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why did you start bow hunting versus rifle hunting? So... I honestly really like the idea of being able to get out in the woods so early instead of having to wait until, you know, end of the year pretty much to start hunting, honestly. And then by that time, you know, have, you know, some of the deer already killed, you know, you've already lost chance on, you know, really good hunting time. And, you know, almost the rut is, I don't even think the rut, gun season starts after the rut and here in Ohio too. So you don't even get that opportunity here. 
So, so it extends your season. Yeah, it does a lot, a lot by many months. You only get two weeks here total of gun season. I think you get from like September 31st till February 7th here for archery. That's a long archery season. It dude. is. It really is. That's pretty awesome though. Oh, it's I wonderful. Rem- I remember when I first started bow hunting, people were asking, why did you start? And it was like similar to you guys in Ohio. I started bow hunting because you could hunt three months instead of two weeks. Like we have a two week yeah. rifle season too. Mm-hmm. Granted, it's in like the prime of the rut, but yeah, it's like, if you want to hunt any time at all, you need to be a bow hunter in, yeah. in states like Ohio or Oklahoma, at least in my mind. Exactly. I agree with that hundred percent. You've obviously started, I think you said four years ago. What have been some of the things that have been most challenging with bow hunting versus uh, rifle hunting like you started out? Um, I would say just all the technology in general that goes into a bow with tuning your bow, you know, the amount of practice that you have to put in the time that you really have to put into with that bow to get used to it. And then let alone, you know, being in a tree stand, you know, it takes a lot of skill to be able to draw in front of a mature deer and not get him to spook you or wind you. You know, it takes, I'd say it takes a lot of practice, a dedication, and it really takes a different type of person than want to wake up at 5 a.m. every single day and go hunting. So, <laughs> Have you got one with your, you've got one with your bow yet, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I've gotten, I, w- I want to say two, and I actually killed my first doe this year. I've only ever killed bugs, believe it or not. Really? So, yeah. So walk me through your first kill with a bow. What was that like? So does a, does a crossbow count as an archery? You oh, mean you a cross gun? Uh, well, that was my when I was thirteen. When I was thirteen, <laughs> no, so, with a with a compound. So that that would be last year. Um, I was, I want to say it was the second or third week of opening season, and it was just a normal, you know, normal perfect no wind day. I was just sitting in the stand. I would say about eight o'clock, just two two bill, and uh, they walked under my stand about fifteen yards and just hit the little mirt, and I let go and I had heard the thud she jumped and kicked and she only probably ran about 30 40 yards and before she fell and actually crazy I saw her guts hanging out of her when she was running away and the guts like fell in my arrow hit so far back it just opened up with this whack and all of her guts just piled out you know already gutted her and then she fell in the woods so easy easy tracking job what was that like shooting your first one with a bow what is it what's the feeling is it because oh, for me adrenaline. it's so re- so rewarding oh absolutely it is because, you know, you're thinking about all the time that you already put, you know, <clears throat> let alone it does. I will say this over and over again. It is really, really hard. It really is, at least for me, too, because, I mean, I'm still starting out, so it really is difficult for me. But the adrenaline is absolutely crazy. Like, it's nothing. I was shaking so much. And I, like, I wanted to get out of my scent immediately, but, you know, obviously couldn't, even though pretty sure the deer was dead. Funny thing is, a buddy I was hunting with, he actually watched it through binoculars, everything. Because he was only about 200 yards away, so he saw everything. It was pretty cool. Practice quite a bit before you end up shooting your first deer, or, or what's, yeah, your, what's your practice absolutely. routine I would like? say every day I would say I probably try to get up about 15, 20 shots. And I would, I would start off at about 10 yards, and I'd work my way back to 15 and 20, and I'd end up at 30. I don't, I don't really like shooting 30. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but I really don't. And my pen really is not that good on 30 yet, so... Cause I'm you, still, I'm still figuring out how to sight in my bow. That sounds crazy too, but I'm, I'm dialed in at 10 to 20, 25, but 30 kind of iffy. Dude, you don't even need to like the first few seasons shooting with your bow. I don't, I, I wouldn't even recommend people shooting over 30 yards. Oh, like, dude. 
Why would I mean? Why would you? Absolutely. The when I uh, when I first got my first bow was like an old hand-me-down target bow that my mm. uncle gave me. He and I took like a, a sight off his like 1980s Browning bow and put it on there. <laughs> it was a single pin sight, but not like a slider. Like it was just like a three pin, but it only had one okay. pin. <laughs> so I had a ten yard pin from on my bow, and I hunted the whole season with just one pin, ten yard pin. That's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. Did you get anything? Yeah, I had my so I waited all like all year. I'd hunted all year, and I remember having deer standing at the corn pile twenty yards away, and I was just like, <laughs> God, dude, they're so far away. I, I couldn't shoot. And That's crazy. I finally, uh, I finally got one. I shot like a fawn. I mean, it wasn't a button. It wasn't a button buck. It was an actual like a fawn <laughs> doe. And uh, she at ten yards. I remember shooting her with that thing uh, with a muzzy fixed blade. Went right through the shoulder. She ran and fell over. And I remember texting my uncle. I was like, "I'm gonna do this forever. This is amazing. exactly yes." And the funny thing you say that my first ever kill was a muzzy fixed broadhead too. With really? My, with my bow too? Yeah, that was my first ever. Yeah, that's that's cool. You you hunted a lot with a bow this year. I mean, I, I know we Snapchat oh, quite a bit, but you were you were in the stand a ton this year. Literally, probably every day. I would say about five six times a week, if not morning, if not evening too. So it was absolutely crazy. I mean, I'll go. Ahead, I'll say this too. I literally dropped out. Not dropped out, but I do homeschool now instead of going to high school. Dropped out of school? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not not that. I wish, kind of, but. And then I stopped playing basketball my junior year too. So like I literally had all the time in the world to just hunt and I loved it, every single bit of it. And I, I actually, I learned so, so much, so much. What'd you learn this year? What's the big takeaways? So I would say wind, you know, wind is, I got, I mean, it sucks to say this, but you know, dagger, I, I got busted by him probably four or five times before I finally learned that, okay, you got to stop hunting when the winds are going to be blowing right where he's coming from. But, um, then I also learned, you know, late season, how much cover does really become important after gun season and how much skittish the deer really are, because I'd be getting picked off 150 yards away by a doe that I didn't even think would be looking at me. Mm-hmm. And they'd look at me and she'd run away and I'd be like, what the heck? But then I realized it's my cover. So I eventually moved to the ground blind towards the end of the year. And then I would say something else that I learned is uh, stand location is very important because I feel like if I would have put more time into where i put my stand i feel like i definitely would have been able to get my deer this year it's funny that you were talking about wanting to want to not go to school to deer hunting stuff because <laughs> i uh i used to wrestle and like my sophomore year when i got my when i turned 16 and i could drive yeah. i quit i quit wrestling and everyone's like why are you quitting wrestling i'm like oh no i want to focus on baseball dude it was because <laughs> during winter break and stuff we had all these practices for dude, wrestling yeah. and i was like if i don't go to these winter break practices, I could hunt every day mm-hmm. during this month. Mm-hmm. And I literally like hunting was my number one priority yeah. during, during that. So I literally quit a sport too, just so I could hunt. Dude, I know. Cause like for basketball and everything, practices were literally every single day, you know, after school and they were three hours long. So they were pretty much three o'clock to six, you know, that's all the hunting time. Plus Saturday's morning liftings. I mean, yeah, you can hunt the evenings, but you know, morning's also really fun. And then Plus Sundays I go to church, so my morning's already taken anyways. Then really, you know, basketball took up my whole winter. I was like, no, I, I you know, I can't do that anymore. So <laughs> I just, I'll stick to summer ball. I'll stick to summer ball. We did a. Uh, was there people in your high school that took concurrent classes? Uh yeah yeah there were. We took so we took concurrent classes uh 
so college classes for college credit during a yeah. senior year yeah. and we put it as our first hour of the oh, yeah, uh, of yeah. the day so we didn't have to be at school till like 9 30. And okay, so you had the whole morning. We hunted every morning before school. That's so smart. I would do that too. That is so smart. So we we got up and duck hunted. Like we'd come to school with like a pile full of ducks in the back of our truck every day. <laughs> yeah, I do. I would love to get into duck hunting. That is that is one thing I want to get into eventually. It's very expensive. Are you guys in the flyway? Do you guys have quite a few ducks or no? Um, I would say we do because uh, Caesar's Creek. It's a very big public, and it's you know it's a whole lake. Is literally a whole lake, and I, you know, I always see ducks. There's, I know there's geese everywhere. Don't know much about duck hunting at all, so I'm not the person to ask. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got out of it. I got, I was obsessed with it for a while in high school, but mm-hmm. deer hunting and big game hunting, especially with a bow, that's my yeah, thing. yeah, that's what I love doing. So you talked a little bit about it earlier, but what was up with this deer that you called Dagger this year? So that is my most prized possession, and he's pretty much the reason why I hunted every single day and dropped out of school and everything, and now where I want to become, you know, a hunter now. But I would say, so I got my my girlfriend, it was her grandparents, and they were fortunate enough to let me hunt on their uh, property. So I put up a trail camera, just, you know, threw it up, put some corn down. And, you know, literally the first time I uh, checked it, there was this monster nine-pointer. Just, you know, had no brow tines, but absolutely just massed, so tall. I'd say probably 140 class deer, really nice deer. And then, so I was actually originally hunting him for about two weeks, and then he just completely disappeared. I moved my stand literally about 20 yards up to the right about my property, and then I get this other deer. Super blurry, but I can see he's really tall, split brow time. Or not split, yeah, no, split G2. He had split G2. And then I get another picture of him, you know, clear as day. And, you know, I just fall in love with him. Like, okay, this is the deer that I want to kill. So then I pursue him. I start putting on my trail cameras. I start putting more coin out there. I really start just focusing in on him. I start, I literally get pictures of him, you know, every single night, you know, but rarely ever daytime. And I always wonder, you know, why am I never getting any pictures of daytime? Come mm-hmm. to find out he's really just not living on the property at all. He's just, you know, that's just his route. At least in early season, but I learned late season his whole route changed completely, whole route changed. But from then, that, that's just a deer that I literally hunted every single day, and I only, you know, through the whole year, I probably got about 10, 11 encounters with him. I got to shoot at him twice. I missed because I suck, but it's besides the point. You shot him with your bow twice? No, shot I actually him? shot him a gun. I I don't want to say that either. So maybe that's good that I missed, but I did shoot him with the gun. Shoot at him. Was it two different occasions, or was it at the same time you shouldn't be shot twice? Uh, both times I shot twice. I, I don't want to say that. I shouldn't be saying that, but, yeah, that, that happened. What but, do you think happened with that? Um, First of all, you know, lack of – you know, I wouldn't say lack of uh, skill with the gun. Not Definitely lack of skill with the gun, but not enough practice, definitely. I, you know, I really never practiced with that gun. I kind of just – I went out and bought shells, and I kind of just threw them in there. It was like, I'm just going to go hunt the gun season. I, li- I literally did not shoot this gun. It was a brand-new gun. And I didn't even have a scope on it. He was about 85 yards out. Not trying to make excuses, but, you know, my, my luck was definitely not in the favor. But I just shot I just shot right over top of him. And the second time, I just shot below him. So, that, was with the actual, that was with a shotgun, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was with my 12-gauge. And my other time was with a 16-gauge. Do you use slugs with those? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I have buckshot, but I, I don't like buckshot. I couldn't hit a target at 20 yards with buckshot, so. <laughs> Is it legal to shoot with buckshot? It, it can't be, right? I, I'm going to be honest. I have no idea. That's why I honestly did not take them out. I yeah. got them for home defense. I got them for Christmas, so I never took them out. <laughs> but Blast no the deer idea. with some buckshot. <laughs> Probably not the best idea. That's a nice little game where we're knock on my door. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird to hear people talk about a shotgun season because we do not have shotgun seasons in the South at all. No, you, you got, what do you guys just shoot high-powered rifles, right? Rifle, or, and then we have a muzzleloader season. Yeah, yeah, we have that too here. Do you guys have a rifle season? Uh, Just just muzzleloader. You know, Ohio's really, really strict on the gun laws and cartridges and everything you can use. You, you can't use a lot at all. I mean, you can't even use a three out six here i mean it's crazy so you can use a muzzleloader and a shotgun yeah pretty much i mean you you can use like a 357 lever action but i i don't want to sound I, it's a cartridge it's like a short something cartridge that you can use i don't know it's weird but i think it's because ohio is so open and everything and there's so many houses now that if you shoot a gun that's going 500 yards you're definitely going to be in someone else's backyard so you guys don't have a ton of remote stuff it's pretty populated oh. Uh, yeah, yes and no, but the problem is like there's no there's really no hills in Ohio, so like your bullet just goes straight. Really, you know, it's it's just gonna get really stopped by trees, really. If not a house, you know, I wouldn't say that house, but you know, there's just that risk too. So you ended up finding that deer dagger again on a second property that you started hunting, right? Yeah, yeah. So so I'm not gonna dive too deep into it, but I kind of just was forced out of the way on my girlfriend's property due to like family issues. So I moved on to the neighbors. Actually, I kind of showed my story of how much this deer meant to me, pretty much crying to them. And they eventually were like, okay, you know, we'll let you hunt. So I go, I set a ground blind, set up my, uh, self cam out literally that night. He's on my property or not my property, but the property I was hunting. So I actually, I started working more. So I really didn't even get to hunt that much. And I personally hate hunting out of ground blinds. I despise it. I don't know why. I just hate it. And I didn't really not have enough time to even put up a tree stand because I don't even know how to set up a tree stand. So I'm learning. That's like the number one thing. I, I don't know why. but So I set up the ground blind, and I really only got to hunt on this property one time. But the one time that I did, I probably had like 30, 35 deer in the field at one time. I just had videos of them all. But um, I mean, I see Dagger, you know, he was just, he just fed in front of me for about 30, 45 minutes at about 60. You know, he just moved on. But nothing crazy, but I did get, you know, I did get to see him and he was just such a beautiful deer. He really is. And so many deer are like losing their antlers right now. And he's like one of the only ones that has their antlers. So did you have your bow when you were hunting them on that, on that place? Yeah, yeah, I did. I had my bow in the ground blind, but the crazy thing is about that hunt is we, it was like super bad wind and everything. So when I got there, my ground blind was destroyed and like not even like set up anymore. And of course there's three deer in the field right in front of me. So I had to set up my ground blind, you know, they spook or whatever. And then not even 20 minutes later, 35 deer pile into the field. So it worked out, but it was just like one of those perfect sits that the wind was blowing literally right, by, right behind him. No deer could even smell me. Was, Do you, you plan on going after him again this next year? Oh, oh, absolutely. Because I've been watching so many deer or like not deer, but like YouTube videos on just deer absolutely blowing up from, you know, 30, 40 inches into a year and. I, w- I want to say daggers only. Would you agree? Like four? Would you Probably. Yeah. So I think he has potential to, you know, really put on some mass this year, and you know, 
if all goes well, you know, I'm still with my girlfriend, I'm still good with the neighbors, then I'm hunting this deer for sure. So that's my goal. Yeah, you need to try to find his sheds. Dude, I know. I've never really gotten into shed hunting, which is crazy too. But this is really the only year that I've like really gotten into hunting. Yeah. I've always I've always I've always loved it, I've always done it, but this is a year that I've just went crazy with it. What uh where where did you start working? So elite construction. I I wouldn't say I just started working there, but I kind of just I don't know, due to like I was in school and I was playing basketball and everything like that. I really didn't have time to work. But then my mom kind of got mad at me because I was hunting so much and I wasn't making any money. So uh, after, towards uh, late season or whatever, she made me start to work more. So that's what happened. And then I really It's good just, for you. Yeah, it is. And I really, like I said, I hate hunting out of a ground blind. So like I really didn't have like the energy to want to go sit in the ground blind because it's it's smaller and it's, I'm, I'm taller. I'm like 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, so like, it's really hard to throw a bow in that without mm-hmm. making noise and everything. And I had to open the window behind me so my, my arm can even go out there so I have enough room. Yeah, you've got a, you got a pretty cool uh, hunting rig, too. You, you like, smack up some deer and take them home in your car, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My, my little hunting rig. Yeah, that, thing, that thing's a beast. I put a little uh, exhaust kit on it, took the muffler off, and now she spits flames. So Oh, baby. <laughs> Bought it for 200 bucks, too. <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> yes, I did. I swear. Oh, that's grandma, awesome. Grandma hooked me up. <laughs> Where do you put the deer on that thing? I, I, so I would have to send you a picture, but the big deer that I have with the drop time and everything, that's my grandpa's. He, he fit that deer in that car too. In the really? With the head hanging out. Yeah. You just literally put the whole body in there. Head, uh, head hangs out the corner. So in the back seat? Oh, uh, no, in the trunk. Oh my gosh. <laughs> or you strap it at the top. Just depends what you're, if you're feeling flashy or not. If you have a 200, 200 inch deer, you're putting that bed boy in the top. I promise you. Oh, dude, driving around town just flexing with it. Oh, dude, I have, I have some crazy stories about with my grandpa when he shot when he shot that monster deer. There's this little restaurant called B and B. It's like not really a restaurant, but just like a gas station. You know, they sell really good food. We took that deer, or whatever, because he was obviously gonna get a mount. So we were looking for a taxidermist. And like when we were pulling out, there was people chasing us onto the road to just to get pictures and have us pull over just to get pictures of this deer. It was it was the coolest thing ever. As it's strapped to your car? Yeah, yeah. As it's strapped to this little little car. It was the funniest thing ever. And obviously see my grandpa get out. He's like, Yeah, you know, I got this guy this morning. That's he's, awesome, man. Yeah, he's a great guy. Great guy. What uh what else do you want to do besides besides hunt whitetail? You're I know you're just seventeen now, but You'll be 18 elk. before you know it and be able to go do other stuff. Elk. That is my elk? dream. That is my absolute dream is to go elk hunting. I would literally die. Like, b- like that is that's pretty much my life goal. I want to go elk hunting before I die. One of my other kind of iffy goals is to be able to go on, like, an outfitted hunt, like, once a year at least. But, I mean, I kind of fell in love with elk hunting, too, kind of since because my grandpa. That's one thing he always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So he was always talking about it. And then from there, I was just like, I mean, they're just majestic creatures. They're so beautiful. And just the sound that they make, the bugle, I just, I'm addicted to that sound. I don't know why, but it's just so cool. And I mean, getting the chance to that, to hunt that, that would be amazing. I'm sure you'll be able to make that happen in, in your whole life. Oh, You're only 17. I hope, so. I hope so. That is definitely my goal. What advice would you give to someone, let's just say a 14-year-old that just got a bow that is just getting into bow hunting. What would you, what have you learned that you think someone could, could benefit from knowing? So I would say 
if all find a buddy like find a friend that you know can really help you out it doesn't matter if they're 30 doesn't matter if they're you know same age as you but really having a friend i found that helps a ton or just another hunting buddy and you know it makes it way more fun too in my opinion being able to share your experience and the stories but other than that i would say you know do a lot do your research too because you know watching youtube and everything like that that really does help you because you can learn a lot from other people too and also getting getting out there and doing it yourself too would you know obviously benefit you a lot just getting in the woods shooting your bow even you know taking it to like bow shoots you know 3d shoots anything like that just help you out and obviously you can take it to the bow shop you know you can learn from there too that's what i've also helped out is taking it to the bow shops they actually like they help you out a lot getting it all figured out like help you out with your form or getting your oh, bow yeah. tuned or what yeah yeah uh getting everything i mean getting my bow tuned is a big part because I, I really don't know how to do that that's just too common. and you i feel like you need a lot of tools for that I could be wrong, but a bow press is definitely nice to have. Yeah, it definitely would be. Like, I don't know, like Bowmar and all them, Chris B. They have all that stuff. They're so lucky. Yeah, at the house they already have mm, it all. Yeah, I'm glad that you're getting into bow hunting. You're gonna get, like you said, the extended season. There's so many other animals you can chase. Yeah. Elk. It's a. We live in a really cool place to to chase stuff with a bow. Like it's Absolutely. a. We got so much stuff to chase. Oh, I'm excited yeah. for you, and I'm hoping that, hoping that we can get linked up and and do a hunt at some point. You know, oh, dude, absolutely, you, that would be amazing. Yeah, we we got to get out and shoot some uh shoot some either some Ohio deer or or maybe some maybe meet in the middle and hunt somewhere. Dude, that would be sweet too. What what would be a middle state? Uh, uh, like a Missouri or Missouri Illinois. Missouri is a tough state to hunt. I've heard the public land there is tough. I was watching the hunt in public and. They didn't really have that much luck there, I don't think. I know Illinois is a really good one to hunt Illinois, uh, yeah. over the counter. I think you can get an over the counter tag there. Yeah, yeah. That would be sweet. Illinois is a big, big Wato state. Yeah. Well, well, so is Ohio, dude. You guys have some monsters up there too. Yeah, I don't know. I can't I can't complain that much. We do have a nice hunting state here too. I I really, you know, I always talk about Kansas, Colorado, you know, all that, but Ohio, hometown state, you know, I gotta stick with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's awesome so for people that kind of want to keep up with you and kind of want to watch as you go progress through your hunting seasons and learn more about bow hunting and maybe start making some videos and content where can they connect with you follow you all that stuff so my instagram is deadly passion d-e-a-d-l underscore y-p-a-s-s-i-o-n and then my YouTube, that's all coming together. Obviously, you know, I'm really trying to get into self-filming and everything like that. I think it's going to be Midwest Pursuit. That's the goal. I don't know why, but when you search that up, it just doesn't pop up. I, I don't know if that's because I have four subscribers or what, or if I need to do some extra stuff, but it's not popping up. But Instagram would be the best way, probably. Cool. Well, we'll definitely get together, do some more podcasts and, and stuff like that. But I thought it'd be really fun to get your perspective and... I appreciate you coming on the podcast, man. Absolutely, dude. Thank you so much, dude. Hey, guys. Appreciate the listen to the Hunter's Advantage podcast. 